Hey Baker, welcome to Business is Sweet. It's easy to fall in love with the sweet art of baking. It's a bit harder to take the right steps to create a successful business around your baking. But the business side of baking is also pretty sweet. I believe that you can be paid well for your creativity, build a successful baking business from home, and enjoy the work you get to do. And in fact, I don't just believe it, I know it because I've done it. I'm your host, Brett, a self-taught home-based baker myself who's built a thriving business making a full-time income as a wedding cake designer, all from home while raising my two little kiddos. And I'm here to show you how to do it too. Welcome to the show. Hey Baker, it's Brett. Welcome back to Business is Sweet. I'm so happy to have you here. So happy that I get to join you in the kitchen, especially during the holiday season, as I'm sure you're prepping for holidays and sales and parties and all the fun stuff going on. I'm sure if your kitchen looks anything like mine right now, it's covered in powdered sugar everywhere from the cupboards to the counters to the floors to me powdered sugar everywhere it smells a little bit like spice and cinnamon and all that good stuff and there's just stacks of pans on your counter (laughs) right now I'm getting ready for the Utah gingerbread competition every year me and my husband do it together and it's a lot of fun it's been our our tradition where it's not about like you know, making something for a customer, but it's a fun way. We both get to bring our skills together because he's an artist and he likes to design things. So we design it together. We build it. It's lots of fun. And we've got three days until the competition, until we have to deliver our, our final piece. And we're actually building a gingerbread carousel, which has been such a test of our skills. It's very geometric. There's lots of shapes and structure to it. So if you want to see what we're doing, I'll be sharing it on my Instagram at the out of home baker. Just had to tell you a little bit about it because that's what I've been in the trenches working on. The other thing I have to tell you about before we dive into today's episode, because we're going to be talking about the importance of setting your sights on the right goals and and making sure that you're not keeping yourself so busy that you're not successful. We're going to talk about that. Before we do, the other thing I want to mention that's coming up is the Bake It Happen Summit. If you haven't heard about this, this is going to be a three-day live coaching summit where you're with me each night. It starts on November 29th, November 30th, and then December 1st. We're going to be live together, and I'm going to dig in deep with you to get you ready for this new year. What if you could break down every barrier and every challenge you feel like you're facing in order to to get to success in your baking business? What if you could just jump them all? (laughs) And that's what we're going to be doing at the Bake It Happen Summit. I'm going to help you break down what those barriers are, why you haven't been able to hit your goals. We're going to reprogram your brain to think like an entrepreneur and to Think into the possibility and the potential that really is there for you as a home baker. Not just, I'm not just saying that as someone who's done it, which 
I hope comes with a little bit of authority, the fact that I've done it myself and I'm about to start over and do it again because we moved and I'm in a whole new city. We moved from a city of 36,000 people to 6,000 people, what my friend Rachel likes to call Timbuktu. (laughs) We literally moved to the middle of nowhere and I'm going to be starting my own baking business again, showing you that it's not luck, it's strategy. And, but it's not just me. I've watched so many other amazing bakers do it. They're stay-at-home moms. They have kids, they have lives, and yet they're making a killing and doing so good building their baking businesses because they're, they're making smart decisions, they're being strategic, and they're working hard at it, and they have this mindset of possibility. So I'm bringing in some of those amazing friends to talk to you as well at the summit. You're going to hear from Sweet Kate Bake, who if you've never met Kate, if you never interacted with her on Instagram, go find her at Sweet Kate Bake on Instagram. She is the funny, funnest, happiest, like just ball of joy in the cake world and you can't help but smile when you watch her she's amazing as well as my friend rachel from cakes by rach uh erica from sweet ease bakery and then elizabeth from sund bakes and all of these women like i said they're at home they've found ways to do it some of them have quit their jobs to do this full time they've been that successful they all have kiddos like it's it's amazing what they have all accomplished together and they're going to come and show you too it's that there really is this other side to your baking business where you can start making money you can take control of it you can push yourself even further and really step into this new level this new plane with your business where things get really cool and really fun. So that's what we're going to be talking about at the Bake It, at the Bake it Happen Summit. We're going to be showing you those possibilities and then we're going to be doing the work with you, creating a business plan, setting up a financial map, and really getting you ready so that your new year, like you're ready to go. 2023, here it comes. Let's get this rolling. You are going to make money. You're going to love what you do. And you're going to have that freedom and that control that you want in your business. So that's happening November 29th through December 1st. You can grab your ticket, save your seat by just following the link in the show notes or find me on Instagram at the out of home baker and you can get your ticket through the link in my bio there. And then if you have any questions about the summit or how it's going to work, please feel free to DM me. I'm so happy to answer any questions or um, inquiries that you have about it. I would just love to have you there. I'd love to work with you and help you take your business to the next level. Speaking of which, let's dive into today's topic. This is one that's been on my mind. How I think back to when I first started, and I'm so curious if you felt this way, where I, you know, I'm on Instagram, I don't have a huge following, I'm just like super ambitious, like ready to go, but also feeling a little bit of that imposter syndrome. And I very clearly remember I would see bakers that I knew, that I really admired, that were in my same area, and they would get on and they would post booked out for the rest of the year. And it was funny because this this funny like little mind shift would happen where I'd be like, oh my gosh, they're already booked out? Like, oh, I must be so behind. And like, why am I not booked out? And they must have taken all the customers. Like, And it would really start to play with my mind. And I started to think, gosh, I want to say that I'm booked out. That's the coolest thing. I want to be booked out. And that became this like sub goal that I had. Like I didn't write it down and I didn't really voice it. But in my head, I was like, I want to be booked out just like they are. What's funny is that 
what I have learned is that booked out means something so different for every baker. It means it's totally based off of what your schedule is, what your availability is. And it doesn't actually mean you're hitting the success that you want. If your only goal is to book out and fill up your schedule, you can do that real easy, right? You take on everything and anything at any price and you kill yourself, right? Then then you're booked out. Congratulations. But did you actually do what you wanted to do with your business? And the answer is probably no. It's funny because a few years later, I saw it on the flip side where I'd become very good at planning and preparing and strategizing for each month of the year what I was going to take on as a, as a baker. And I would go and I would fill those spots and then I would put it and I'd say I'm booked out. And there it was. I, I did what I always said I was going to do and it actually wasn't as glamorous. It wasn't as like... I don't know. It, it wasn't this big moment where I'm like, I'm booked out. It's like, I've, I've just already filled up my schedule how I want to. And so I'm not taking any more orders. And people would get on and be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that. That's amazing. I hope I can book out someday. That's so cool. And I was like, yeah, but what you don't realize is for me, I'm taking two orders a month. And that's what I decided was my capacity at the time. And what I wanted to invest my time in with my baking business. That was my plan. And... I think it's just this funny little disconnect where we feel like if we're busy, if we're running 100 miles an hour, then we must be having success, right? Well, I think too much of the time, the fact that we're running so fast and keeping ourselves so busy actually distracts us and takes us away from that real success that we're looking for. I want you to start to ingrain this into your brain. Busy does not mean success. Busy does not mean success. Just because you can keep yourself busy all day, every day, running, 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 that is not a badge of honor. There is there is maybe not even the result that you want in that. And honestly, you're probably losing the whole reason why you started it because you're running so fast. Being busy all the time is not success and we're so good at that as home bakers. We're so good at being busy. (laughs) So we need to rewrite it. We need to realize that it's not about being busy. It's not about just booking out. There's something deeper there that we're trying to achieve and what is it? Well, we need to define what success actually is for us and I'm going to I'm going to say that what your definition of success is probably sounds similar to mine is, but this is how I define it in my business. I am successful if I'm able to have the freedom that I want, the control that I want in my business, and the income that I want. And I'm able to enjoy my creativity through that outlet without sacrificing my time with my family. That's the whole reason I started my business. When I was at a crossroads three years ago and I had a choice, financially wise, we needed another source of income. And it was either go and get a job or figure out a way to make money on my own. And at the time, I, I did try a few other things before I went all in on my business. I was doing rebate apps. I signed up to be a transcriptionist online and I was transcribing interviews and lots of random audio for people. I would do one-off catering gigs and just like just scrounging together whatever I could. And finally, I came to that decision that, you know what, I'm spreading myself so thin over all these little money-making schemes 
what if I just cut those all out and concentrated my efforts towards my baking business and actually do something that I love and take control of it and and make it mine and make the money that I need with that, with my creativity. So that's what I did. And that was the whole point was that I would be able to to be with my family more, that I wouldn't have to go get a nine to five job and leave my kids with a babysitter. That was the goal was to make that money and be able to do that. Otherwise, I would have gone and gotten a job. So it's important to remember that that is that's the mission. That's the whole driving factor behind what you're doing. Otherwise, go get a job. (laughs) Otherwise, you know, it's not worth it. And there's this funny saying of, you know, I I quit my nine to five so I could run my own business and work 24 seven. And it's we laugh and we joke, but it's so real. And what's occurred to me is the fact that, you know, you're your boss. And so if there's something you don't like about what's going on in your business, guess whose responsibility it is to change it. Guess who has the power to change it? It's you. You're the boss. Be a good boss to yourself and treat your only employee well, which is yourself. I think part of the reason why we run so fast and keep ourselves so busy, we hustle. We hustle because we there's fears behind that. And I think it's the fear of like, well, what if I don't get another customer? Or what if I'm falling behind? What if everybody else, you know, gets further ahead? And, well, you know, I, I need money now. Like, I've got to just push and push and push. And what I've learned is that making decisions in your business and pretty much any decisions, making them based in fear, usually you won't make the best decision. Usually you'll make a quick, easy, cheap fix kind of a decision. And I think that's why we run and keep ourselves so busy is because we have these fears and learning to overcome them is really important if we want to actually step into that lifestyle that we're looking for and that life with our business that we're hoping for and that success that we're actually looking for. It all starts in your mind and learning to have a plan and to be smart and not just keep yourself busy, 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 busy. Looking back at the past three years that I've been in business, I have done something that I pretty much don't see any of my baker friends ever do, and they think I'm a little crazy when I do this, but I will take massive breaks in my business where I will say no to every order for like a month, sometimes even two months. My biggest one was when I was pregnant and I took like nine months off where like part of that was during my pregnancy and part of that was postpartum where I just put a thing up on my website that said, I'm not taking orders right now. I'm full. And you can actually contact some of my friends who do cakes. Here's their Instagrams. Um, And I take these breaks and people ask me all the time, like, how do you come back from that? Like, how do you give yourself all that time off and say no to so much? I think I said, I counted it up one year. I said no to like 150 orders in just a few months because I took time off to plan, to regroup, to strategize, and to really adjust my trajectory as a business and as a mom and as a person. And people are like, how do you come back from that? Well, the customers don't go away. And even though you feel like you're working through so much and you've said no, it's like they're not seeing that. They they come to you when they need an order and 
a lot of them, it just kind of goes over their head that you were even on break. They don't even realize that that just happened, that you were just off the grid for six months. Isn't that crazy? We feel like we're in the spotlight. We feel like everybody knows what we're doing. I promise you, they don't. (laughs) They're focused on their own lives. And those customers are going to be there when you're ready to come back and hit it hard again after you've strategized and set a plan. And so taking breaks, I took break a break for pregnancy, but I also take breaks, like I said, to actually sit down and work for a month on my business. I work on my website, on my finances. I work on my plans for the next year. I prepare my my strategy, my marketing, my content, and I really kind of map things out. And those times that I've taken breaks to actually figure things out instead of just running and running and running and hoping that it works itself out. When I've taken that time off, it's become such a powerful catalyst for growth in my business. And my biggest successes in business have always followed those breaks where I'm very just intentional with my time and I know where I want to go and I figure out how I'm going to get there and then I go to work. So it's so smart to plan time to work on your business and to be smart and strategic about what you want to do. Now, you don't have to take months and months off. You don't even have to take like a week off, but just give yourself a day or two. Get a babysitter, go to a cafe, take your computer and work on your business and plan some things and and decide where you really want to go with it. And that, I mean, that's honestly everything that we're doing at the Bake It Happen Summit. So if you want a way to hold yourself responsible, grab your ticket and come and we'll do it together and you don't have to do it alone. That's what we're going to be working on. But find time to take a break, to not keep yourself so busy that you're actually missing the higher potential that's there for you. I think this is really important to remember, especially as we're in this holiday season and this is the time where we want to be with our family and our friends and we want to slow down a little bit, yet our baking business brain tells us full speed ahead because this is baking season and there's 20,000 projects to work on and this sale that I want to do and all these orders that I want to take, and we get a little bit starry-eyed standing in the baking aisle, like, ooh, everything that I want to make, and we're scrolling through Pinterest, like, yep, 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 I'm going to be working on all of these, and and we're setting ourselves up for basically burnout, and it's, it's just one of those moments, one of those times of the year where I feel like the end gets lost in the means, right? And like I said in the beginning, the end The purpose is that we want to be able to be with our families more. We want to be able to enjoy our creativity and have more freedom in our lives. And our baking businesses, that's how we want to do it. Yet so many times it gets reversed and we end up sacrificing that time with our family and that control and that freedom to keep our baking business running. It's like your business is running you instead of you running it. And it's just so important to take time during the holidays to step back and be very intentional about what you're doing and set some boundaries. Make sure you're setting capacities for how many orders you're going to take. Make sure you're blacking out those important dates for you and your family and get the help and support you need from your family. Let them know like what your plans are so that they can be supportive of you on those days 
without compromising that special time that you want to spend with them. I what the first time I ever quit my business, like, you know, back when I was starting, I I joked that I quit four times and it's not a joke. I did. I quit four times before I actually figured out how to keep it going without feeling like I needed to quit without letting the mom guilt and all of that shame sneak in and make me feel like I needed to stop what I was doing and that first time it happened was during the Christmas season it was Christmas Eve weekend and my brother-in-law had a birthday my sister had a birthday I was doing a wedding cake and a sheet cake for it it was like four cakes in one weekend and it was Christmas Eve weekend and I'm in the kitchen like you know trying to figure these out. I'm so new at this and I don't have a very good process or system. I'm still pretty slow <laughs> and I'm, I'm figuring out a lot of techniques as I go and and that's okay. Like I'm in the startup kind of trenches of, of learning that the process of cake decorating but there I am and it's night and my, my husband and my baby were sitting on the floor just kind of waiting for me and just kind of like, hey, are you going to join us? Like do we get to like be with you at all and and I'm just there in the kitchen like stressing pulling my hair out and by the end of that weekend I was like this was miserable and I did this to myself and so I I said I'm done and I stopped taking orders for a long time what I've learned now that those moments that we have when you're ready to pull your hair out when you're you're it's midnight you're in the kitchen and you're telling your husband I'm done like don't let me take anything else this was awful What I've learned is that those moments aren't a sign that you need to quit, but they're a sign that you need to reevaluate. And you can find a solution so that that doesn't happen again. You can set boundaries. You can create rules for yourself. And you can be smart about what you take on, when, and how much. And, And again, you'll continue to learn those techniques of baking and decorating. You'll get faster. I'm at, a, I'm at a point now, I could probably bust out those same four cakes on a Christmas Eve weekend, no sweat, right? Because I've put in that time, that practice, and I've kind of gotten to the other side of the learning curve. But I won't do that to myself on Christmas Eve because I've set that boundary. It's in my business plan, like family comes first. If there's family stuff, if there's holidays, those are my blackout dates. And my pickup date is the day before, or I set a different time. And I just... I'm, I approach it very intentionally. And that's what I want to see you do in your baking business. If you're feeling burnt out, if you're feeling stretched thin, if you're feeling like this just isn't worth it, take time off to reevaluate and to find a solution. It's not about quitting. It's not about like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. It's how can I do this better? How can I learn from what just happened so that it, it doesn't go this way next time? It's so important to remember that during the holidays. And it's funny, it's something I also see as I've coached bakers over the past year, as I've done some private coaching and one-on-ones with people. It's really interesting to me to see how we'll sit down and I'll ask them about what's your business plan? Like, tell me what your goals are. Tell me like what you're reaching for. And in the same breath, they'll tell me like, okay, my mission is exactly what I just told you before. It's to have freedom, to have creativity, to make money, to be with my family. And then in the same breath, they say, so my goal is to have a brick and mortar store someday. And what's funny to me about this, it's like this mirage, the brick and mortar mirage, I call it, where for some reason we equate having a storefront 
with success. Maybe the same way we equate having a big following as success or being booked out as success. We see people doing that and it looks very like, it looks very beautiful and romantic and like so cool, a storefront, which is so awesome if that's actually your dream. But for so many of these women that I've been coaching, I'm like, hang on, wait a second, let's connect those two dots. You just said you want more freedom and creativity and time with your family, yet you want to run a whole storefront and become a store manager. And I'm like, can you see how maybe those two aren't connecting? And maybe that's not really what you want. But in your mind, your, your schema of success is that, oh, you have a store and that's how you're successful. And so it's okay if that's what your goal is, but I want you to step back and remember what is your actual mission. And if your overall mission isn't actually aligned with your goals, then you probably need to figure out what are my real goals and what am I actually working towards and write them down and know what those are. That changes everything when you actually know what you're shooting for. One of the biggest reasons I see people not reach their dreams or not be able to accomplish what they want is because A, they don't actually realize where it is they want to go. And if they do, they don't know the pathway to get there. And so taking a step back to figure out actually what you want to do, where you want to go, and how you're going to get there, dang, that covers pretty much everything. (laughs) So the bottom line of today's episode is that booked out doesn't equal success. Being busy doesn't equal success. Remember what the definition of success is for yourself. Remember what your mission is and take time to plan and strategize and work towards what you're actually trying to accomplish in your baking business and say no and cut out anything that's not aligned with that. That is where your biggest success will lie. That is where this will become fun again and where you'll be able to feel like you're in control and you're enjoying it and it's really doing what you want it to do when you become very intentional about it. I hope you've enjoyed this little chat and if you want to continue this discussion and get into the nitty gritty and actually start creating these plans and these maps and understanding what's there for you, Grab your ticket, save your seat for Bake It Happen. I can't wait to work with you there and I can't wait to dive in even deeper on this with you and get you ready for your best year yet. Thanks for being here with me today and I hope that your holiday season is going amazing. I hope that you can feel just so much love and peace and goodness that really exists in this world and focus on that during the holidays. And I hope that you can bake the most tasty, delicious things and just enjoy the magical taste bud time of of the holidays. If there's any way that I can support you as a baker, if you have any questions or are looking for resources or guidance, please feel free to reach out to me at the out of home baker on Instagram. I would love to connect with you. Thanks for being here today, friend.